Hello people, welcome to the 31st episode of our podcast. Uh, let's talk about round of 16 of the Euros 2020. Uh, so let's start off with Wales versus Denmark. Shaovik, uh, what do you think? Yeah man, like both of these teams, they they uh, they worked very hard to get into the round. Yeah. Wales, uh, Denmark actually actually did it in the very very last game. It was a two or die game. Style, yeah. And they finished their group group uh, game, like the group campaign with a bang, right, Denmark. Yeah. And we were very happy. Actually, the football fans, are, neutral football fan, would be very happy to see them in the knockout. Right. Yeah. And Wales, on the other hand, they were a bit more consistent right, with their performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, they the only they only uh, managed to win one game that is against uh, I, who, who was that? I, I don't remember. I think Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. 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 It was a 2-0 victory against Turkey, and they looked very deadly in that game. That mm. Aaron, Aaron Ramsey scored, right? And then mm. Robin scored in the final minute. They could have had two, three more goals in the first half itself. And Gareth Bale showed his peak right in that game. And so we have talked about this in, during the group stages that the defense had been very solid, which wasn't mm. expected for them. And mm. in this game, I think their defense has to be even more consistent and. Because the Denmark attack has been very lethal, even in the games that they haven't won, right? They have been very good in the attacking half. Yeah, mm-hmm. against Belgium, they troubled Belgium, right? They, they, yeah. in, even in the first game. For let, let's not talk about the first game, man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. against Finland. But in in the second game against Belgium, we saw how how good they were on the attack, right? Especially uh, breaking uh, with pace. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and it was a very very good. It's a very good Danish side to look at. Yeah. Uh, uh, both on paper and in the field. So I think personally, I think Denmark are going to edge this this uh, match, right? Mm. They have they have the better players overall in all the positions. Yeah, and and for for Wales to win this game, I think they they have to be very uh, solid in the defense, right? Mm. Their main defenders that is Chris Meffam, uh, Ben Davis, right? Uh, Juan, mm. not one fight. Was that Joe right? Rodan? Yeah. Joe Rodan, yeah. yeah. Joe Rodan, right? They have to be, they have to be absolutely solid, and they, they can't afford to make any mistakes. And 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 the rest, we know their system. They play on counter attacks, right? They play on breaks. They yeah. allow Daniel James and Gareth Bale to run. And yeah. even even when Gareth Bale dr- drops down, because he has this extra sense of responsibility, he's the captain of the side, right? So we see Messi for Argentina, similar kind of role, right? He yeah. drops down, he tries to make plays on his own, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, so Daniel James is the one who keeps on running, right? He he is the uh, most hardworking player in the team, right? And 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 the other guy, I think in the last game we said that they missed the trick with a, with, with not playing a proper striker that is Kiefer Moore. They tried yeah. Aaron Ramsey as as the false nine guy, right? So I think I think they have to change that. They have to uh, Kiefer Moore has to be in their lineup for them yeah. uh, to have a more stable attacking front. Yeah, mm. and even for players like Aaron Ramsey, it's better to have a striker in front of him because he can play off him, right? He can play, yeah. he can complement him. So I think I think it's Denmark's game to win. Okay. If if Wales Wales, uh, uh, it's all boils it all boils down to the defensive performances. Okay, bye. Uh, bye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bye. Do tell me. What will happen? Because we have a lot of games to go through. I think I think Denmark Denmark is going to win. Game. If we look at the history right, between these two teams, Denver, Denmark and Wales, 
they have faced three times in the past and three times denmark has come out victorious so yeah history is against with this welsh side but uh, for me personally i think they have a very strong def- defense and i think that is a you know strong foundation you know if you want to play hard you know hard fought knockout games and perform exactly. so, yeah so i think uh, on the defensive front the strength and you know the quality they have in ramsey and bale and daniel james i think will be enough to see them through denmark and that is my prediction that wales winning this 1-0 1-0 okay yeah Yeah. That's, that's that's a bit ambitious but still uh, uh anirban what do you think yeah i would agree with um, shobhik actually this denmark side are looking very motivated and of course they have the better quality overall so i think it's a 2-0 win coming for denmark yeah, yeah. for me for me it's for me it's, it's going to go to extra time uh it will be uh, 2-0 to denmark because because see both of them have good players but At the end yeah. of the day, and, and it's a game. It's a game I actually see uh, going to extra time, right? Because it makes yeah. sense. Both of the defenses like have been very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah. So I think extra time makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So let's let's move on. Let's talk about the next match. The next match is Italy versus Austria. It's a it's a very one-sided affair. We know who's gonna go through. I there's a very little, little Man, chance. But of... at the end of the day, it's football, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But Italy, they haven't let. Yeah, man. Eight... I, I, I don't see. I don't see Austria going through, right? If I, yeah. if I have to bet my life, right? I'll, I'll bet it on Italy for sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it makes sense because they haven't conceded a single goal, man. They haven't conceded a single goal, and and they have scored, I think, nine. Not nine. Eight, I think. Eight. Eight or eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, 8. 8-0 the aggregate is currently right what are you che khel rahe everybody in that team is yeah, yeah, perform yeah. everybody and that everybody. is even the guys he, like in the third game he rested some guys and and the substitutes they also played very well right exactly exactly mm-hmm. verati lokateli you jisko bhi yeah and with verati back it gives a different different uh, shape to this italian side altogether yeah. and yeah. and and it would be harsh for lokateli to lose his place But again, yeah. it's it's no shame losing your place to someone like Marco Verratti. And again, we we have seen uh, the um, the teams that are performing well, you know, coming into the round of 16. All the teams have certain areas that they need to improve. Maybe maybe one or two players not performing in the expected levels. But that's just you know completely different for Italy. Everyone is performing yeah. at their best level right now. Yeah. So I think uh, Italy are going to have it easy against Austria. And yes. we we saw four central defenders playing. It's not that they've had the same defensive pair. We saw Kialini yeah. and Bonucci at the initial uh, stages of the tournament. Yeah. We, then again, we saw Bastoni and we saw Acerbi, right? And yeah. still, they didn't concede a goal. That tells you the mentality, this elite, the elite mentality that this Italian side has. And and man, take a bow, Roberto. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the the thing with the thing with the Italians are they are always good with. uh protecting their goal they always have been good in protecting yeah. their goal uh but this this time around they are doing things in the attack part of the game too on the, on the even side. in the previous euros man they they this matlab aisa nahi lag raha tha that anyone would defeat them they they were that solid it was it was not roberto mancini but it was another great manager it was antonio conte right and 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 they didn't and it the squad wasn't 
even close to the quality level uh, compared to this squad right the quality level wasn't even close to this squad the guy played granziano pele up front and now they have players like zero immobile and belotti right yeah so yeah. so i i remember players like giacchini and yeah giacchini yeah, playing right back you, you guys remember him probably from sunderland in fifa yeah. 14 yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and and I, the one of the best international performances that i saw was that italian side when that italian side faced pain in 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 uh, in the quarter finals i guess right in the, not quarter finals the uh, the round of 16 yeah they faced pain in the round of 16 and i remember it was a uh, very early goal by granziano pelle right and then they held up the, that spanish side who has who have a world cup and a euro behind them yeah and yeah. prime spain side it had javi it had iniesta it had the main main players right it had it had fernando torres but uh, huh. but again they held up that spanish side for some 80 85 minutes then again in the final dying minutes they scored another goal and won the match 2-0 so that, that i find some similarity between that team and this team but but uh, I, i'm i'm mentioning this because uh, in in the very next game uh, they lost to germany right they 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 didn't concede a goal i think in that tournament as well but then they lost to germany in the quarter final so but i don't see that happening with this italian side because they have better players right yeah. and yeah. and the manager i'm not saying that roberto mancini is better than antonio conte but the time he had with this italian team is much better than the time yeah. antonio conte got with his side and and i i see actually italy going through all the way yeah and, and just just to you know prove your point right j- let me hit you up with a stat italy are currently unbeaten in 30 games yeah 30 this, games and they haven't is, considered in 12 games i guess yeah yeah and this is the joint longest run in the history equaling a run under you know some manager in 1935s so that just tells you what form they are in right now Yeah, right. yeah they're, they're in a formidable form. Uh, form. Uh, so let's uh, yeah. talk about your predictions, man. Uh, uh, Orko, what do you think? Yeah, so of course it is going to be a, it, an easy win for Italy. I think it is going to be a three-one victory. Yeah, three-one victory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 why did I, you know, give a goal to Austria? Because I think some Austrian players are actually really good. We when you talk about Alaba, when you talk about Sabitzer, Alaba, about, I think he has. Uh, They created the most chance yeah, in yeah, that yeah. particular group. Yeah, and, and this, yeah, and this Austrian team, right? The quality of crossing is impeccable. So, and of course, they have the strikers to put that put put that cross in in the back of the net. So, I think at any moment of the game, they have the quality to get a goal any time, right? So that is why I, you know, went with my prediction. So yeah. Yes, Shaubik, you tell me. I, I, I don't, I don't see Italy conceding a goal, and I think they're, they're going to win this game two nil. Two nil. Okay. Ah, Anirban, what do you think? I see another emphatic win, like they won against Turkey. So I think it's another three nil coming for Italy. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess it's gonna be, it, it's, it's gonna be uh, a one nil affair. As any way, okay, Austria gonna threaten them. But Italy are gonna play safe a bit because it's the round of 16 and you don't want to take any chances. And Italy are gonna play like Italy, so I guess one nil uh, or maybe maybe two nil if it's if if the game, uh, you know. Prediction uh, like was exactly. You have to stick yeah. with some something, you know, any one. It's of one nil. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'll go with one nil. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, let's 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 move on to the next game. Uh, it's Netherlands versus Czech Republic. Uh, again, Netherlands. Yeah, the, yeah, the same story, right? The the same. But I I game. I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Actually, it's yeah. going to be an interesting game, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it's going to be competitive in my opinion. Yeah. Because Indeed. Czech Republic are the you know shockers. I mean the way they play. Yeah, and they Scotland, have played very good football. They yeah. have played very good football. I think uh, you know, especially a team such as Netherlands, who are not very prone to you know playing a defensive style. Yeah, yeah. And, they, they are. We have seen the opposition teams opening them up defensively, yeah. right? And and it it actually uh, has boiled down to the finishing of the opposition team that led to. Them not conceding a goal in the last two games, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. think they could have conceded two, three goals easily. The mm-hmm. both both of the last two games like combined, right? And mm-hmm. I I see Czech Republic on the score sheet, and, and they have a good striker, right? Patrick Schick, and he is in good form. He has already netted three times. Yeah. I I see if if a chance comes around, I think he he he's not going to miss it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a tough contest for for the Dutchman. Yeah, and uh, you know, looking at the Netherlands team, their midfield is of course very efficient with Wijnaldum and Frankie De Jong, and their strike striking partnership I think is also very very good with Depay and uh, Weghorst, right? So, and we also saw some substitutes playing in the last match and actually doing a good job. So I think Netherlands are actually in a better position than Czech Republic in this in this match going ahead. But of course, yeah, the Czechs have also impressed and i think it is yeah as you mentioned it's going to be a very competitive game yeah uh-huh. and the uh, netherlands are going to have to be you know they have to play like they did in the group stages they didn't commit a lot of mistakes and that's what they have to do against uh, yeah. czech republic and they, they have to be a bit more solid on the defensive side i i in my opinion because you've uh-huh. seen the opposition open them up several times right because uh-huh. because the brand of attacking football they play it leaves you a bit vulnerable on the defensive side of things yeah, yeah. and yeah. and i i think mathias daily brand actually has been their best defender by far he has been one of the best yeah. defenders in this tournament yeah. yeah and i think i think uh, that trio of daily brand uh, delict and uh, was the other guy divray right i think they have to be a bit more aware of their defensive positions right yeah. Yeah. so yeah predictions Let's go ahead. Uh, let's start with Adhiraj now. Yeah, what do you think? Hmm. It's gonna be two nil, two nil. Not even extra time. Double minute me kato. Two nil to the Netherlands. Yeah. For me, it's going to be two one. Of course, as we mentioned, this Czech Republic side, you know, can yeah, put in but... a goal. Like, uh, you know, as we talk about Patrick Schick, we we saw that magical moment, right? So this guy has the ability to create magical moments in a game, and I think uh, that is going to happen again in the in this game. Yeah, but yeah, 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 but doing it once doesn't give you the ability to do it. Yeah, that that. yeah, that goal was you know that long range was it was phenomenal. But on the uh, Patrick Schick, man, he like what I'm trying like I think what Orko is trying to say is he's at the end of the day a very good finisher. Yeah, the yeah, club yeah, level yeah. as well. Yeah. And he has performed not just that particular goal. Overall, he has performed very well yeah. throughout the group stages. So he has scored headers. He has scored normal shots. So yeah, I think he is very detrim- he is very crucial for Czech Republic if they want to get a result. Yeah, uh, yeah. So shall we 
prediction i i i think i think uh, netherlands are going okay. to win this match 3-1 right i i see i see four goals at least in the game so onirban yeah i'm going to go with a 3-1-2 actually so uh, i mean czech republic uh, as we've said they are very likely to score against yeah. netherlands but once they have conceded and they would you know play more attacking then netherlands can hit them harder and you know score three so yeah 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 uh, uh, onirban with his chameleon like instincts uh let's I, let's I'm, move on like i would have gone with a 2-1 2-1 scoreline as well but the thing is as as orko said but this this uh, dutch side is very fast so if if some somehow they manage to lead and then check start to pile up pressure for scoring yeah that's what i thought goal, i think it, 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 it would be easier for the dutch team to score another because they are very yeah, very when, fast very when very czech republic and, commit bodies yeah, forward yeah, yeah, yeah. then it would be very hard to defend yeah. so yeah so i think it's going to be that mm-hmm. anyway uh, anyway let's 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 go to the big guns let's talk about belgium versus portugal yeah. the bigger this guns is... the yeah, yeah. i think games. this is going to be the most interesting game of this stage right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah the bruyne versus agir fernandes ko khelayega to nahi khelayega pata nahi khelayega bro nahi khelayega so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's fine yeah. but i think belgium belgium have the edge against portugal yeah, i would i would i would disagree but you know of course on the defensive side of things i think belgium is much more you know credible as a defensive unit but of course yeah. we saw what portugal did against germany so yeah we we we, we have seen cracks in this portuguese defense and that is due to a weak uh, defensive midfield and i think that problem has been solved by putting in renato sanchez and you know making the uh, changes in the midfield and i think uh, now portugal the performance against france that was much more positive much more attacking see, and see the thing the, see the thing with the germany game was more than the central defenders it was nelson semedo who was yeah, I, i told you i told you know the defensive midfield part and of course the full backs weren't helping as well Um, yeah. overall system was overloaded by the german attackers even cuz even in that game they let in two mm-hmm. goals uh, as which were own goals yeah, but yeah. but dono mein unki zyada galti thi nahi ruben dias kya uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah I, i think i think the fault that game the fault was not with ruben dias and uh, the other guy who's the other more with uh, the full backs they they want yeah, to play with the full back and the central defensive midfielders yeah that's very thought but i think that problem has been solved and if with the quality they have up ahead of course portugal can you, get a you get cannot a, solve semedo you cannot solve semedo semedo is an average player he will be an average player yeah, yeah. yeah. and the, and and why it is dangerous for portugal again because belgium play a five man system right yeah, and yeah. and we might see that the uh, full backs are being exploited as as the german germans did right because carrasco either carrasco or thorgan hazard on one side or munier on the other side they can do it very well those runs those overlapping runs right and a similar system with, with that like germany plays with gosens and kemek overlapping and havertz yeah. ganabri these guys running into the channels so now yeah. in, instead of havertz and ganabri they have hazard and jes martin or doku right and hmm. and it's just a similar system but the only difference that makes belgium even more dangerous 
that is they have a proper number 9 up front unlike germany right yeah, they yeah. have romelu lukaku yeah mm-hmm. and and the way romelu lukaku plays uh, uh, actually in germany we saw havertz and ganabri running the show and muller did very less in that game right but the way romelu lukaku sh- uh, plays he doesn't only play for himself but he allows someone like hazard to play much much better right someone yeah. like grace mertens to play much much better and they get even more threatening so yeah. i think i think if portugal doesn't fix their defense it's going to be it, it can even be uh, like it, it's going to be a very bad day at the office for the portuguese guys right mm-hmm. and because think, they can hurt you bad the yeah, belgian yeah. side yeah and i think taking out romelu lukaku you know marking him we have seen him being marked out of you know you know marked out of parts parts of a, of a game we saw it against the, that that one match against uh, you know uh, that 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 match that belgium didn't play uh, very well in the first half finland finland i guess denmark denmark it was denmark denmark, denmark. so yeah. yeah so the first half we saw lukaku effectively being you know shielded and marked out and i think that is a strategy that uh, portugal have to follow if they yeah but the thing is i'll tell you also the thing is we saw that because in the first half we saw carrasco playing in the left and mertens playing in the right and they did dog shit they didn't do yeah. anything yeah there was no interaction between lukaku and mertens or lukaku mm. and carrasco but as yeah. soon as eden hazard and de bruyne came on to replace those guys in the mm. second half we saw how romelu lukaku can actually threaten the defenses right the interactions the first goal you remember he came deep down and yeah. drifted to the right side and stole the ball and made a brilliant run then he passed it to de bruyne de bruyne then again unselfishly passed it to thorgan hazard that's how the first goal went in right and and mm-hmm. i i see that happening in the portuguese game as well because because their full backs are very attack minded uh, uh, the, both rafael guerreiro and semedo and are not gifted defensively right mm-hmm. and 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 i i i actually i would be many many analysts and pundits have said because jose font someone like jose font who has one one uh, Uh, Ligon this season and ha- is one of the most experienced center back right in the world so i think he he can be a part of the portuguese team right and they can actually change their system to counters belgium system with a five man defense with bo- with the trio of font pepe and uh, ruben dias three of them yeah. playing right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that is that is going to be a, uh, you know something to scratch the scratch heads before the game right the manager should think of this strategy it is an effective strategy yeah and uh, i think yeah as we all mentioned that it is going to be a very you know close competition between the two teams and i think for my prediction it is going to be a 2-2 right uh, it, the match will go into extra time and yeah my bias it's my bias speaking or not i don't know but uh, you know portugal are going to you know score in extra time so yeah that's my prediction yeah. so shavik i i personally think belgium are going to win it in in the normal time itself right and they are going to uh, win it by two goals to one that that's what yeah and onivan yeah i think uh, you know we have seen this before like belgium uh, don't have the best defense like they had um, uh, earlier so i think uh, that is going to play a part because we have seen although portugal are defensively 
kind of vulnerable they have been uh, in this competition but the attack with um, you know when the attackers are playing well you mm-hmm. know including uh, cristiano ronaldo and uh, players like diogo jota and bernardo silva when they do play well yeah it becomes very hard to defend against them so i think uh, this is a match that is very ideal for going into extra time and even penalties for that regard yeah so i think uh, you know it, it would at least go to extra time and then belgium are going to win it there i think 3-2 Yeah. Another another thing I'd like to add mm-hmm. is uh, the midfield of Belgium. It, it's normally yeah. a holding midfielder alongside De Bruyne in that four four man midfield, right, with yeah. the two yeah. wing backs. Yeah. And and if Portugal play uh, the same midfield that they did in in, in the last game, mm-hmm. it's actually going to be very difficult for De Bruyne to operate, right, alone yeah. in that midfield. So players yeah. like Hazard or Martens they have to play a very important role. to to actually bring out the best of de bruyne to allow him to get into spaces by troubling by making runs by making false runs by drawing on defenders towards yeah. themselves yeah so they have to draw out these players like danilo pereira yeah, yeah, yeah. or renato okay. sanchez yeah. yeah so i i think it's going to be a very well contested game and and it it, it is going to be a feast for the football side yeah right? yeah. yeah and, and uh, just don't forget these these were two of the favorites you know coming out not i mean the top two favorites but two of the usual favorites yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so coming going, into the going into the competition yeah yeah so i think uh, them facing each other in the round of 16 it's of course a feast to the eyes of neutral fans yeah and uh, with that i think we should move on to the next game and that is going to be croatia versus spain so yeah another fixture that you know two teams not performing up to their mark in the group stages but yeah but again coming to their own in the final game right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very similar stories to both mm-hmm. and but on the other mm-hmm. yeah i mean spain have been you know pretty unpredictable i mean uh, we were we were expecting spain to really play well against teams like sweden and poland and they majorly missed their chances and you know just let the games just drool away but against uh, slovakia we weren't expecting that kind of a result so i think spain have been the most uh, you know unpredictable side yeah. um, and uh, and croatia of course they are very motivated and the way we saw them performing against scotland i think spain have uh, to figure out you know a way to re- hold this consistency right and uh, i think uh, the tactics they were con- constantly changing between the three group stage matches for spain yeah. and i think uh, luis enrique should actually now understand which one of them actually worked and that should be implemented well against croatia otherwise you know if players like modric and kovacic and perisic decide that they are going to perform like they did against scotland then it could be a major upset for spain yeah and um, for croatia i think you know the main threat of course is luka modric right when that guy gets in into his game right when it when he gets into that mentality to destroy the teams the, so it is he becomes almost you know impossible to mark in the midfield causing trouble and putting out quality balls so i think uh, marking him out of the game is going to be detrimental for the spanish players if they want to you know actually win this match and i think for croatia they need to be much more motivated 
than they were they need to be much more attack minded not just sit and hold back and actually go ahead and trouble that defense which has already you know i won't say it has been exploited but the way spain play i think their defense can easily crumble down to sheer pace right so i think they yeah. need to, yeah so whenever they need whenever croatians are attacking they need to make fast and direct counter attacks and i think that is going to be the best way to break down this spanish team which plays a very you know very slow paced of course beautiful but slow paced game of football so yeah that is going to be detrimental to me again when you com- compare these two sides especially on paper mm-hmm. um, croatia actually have a problem in their defense especially you know they don't have that quality in the center backs right yeah, we yeah. see experienced players like lovren and mm-hmm. still not performing well yeah mm-hmm. lovren did actually disappoint he gave away a penalty and you know uh, hasn't been playing well in the group in group stages yeah. so i think uh, that is a part of croatian side that spain should try to exploit and the attack with uh, players like uh, you know um, gerard moreno and uh, gerard moreno not playing on the right but playing on the left like he did against uh, slovakia and then sarabia who had a very good game so these kinds of players who can play those intricate passes and you know create the chances well that needs to happen very well and you know and again it all comes down to finishing i know and yeah. that hasn't been very kind to the spanish players but um, what can we say i mean uh, i mean yeah, i haven't we... seen morata missing yeah. missing chances like he has done in this tournament right we all yeah. know morata isn't the best finisher out there but the way he has played this tournament i think uh, there might be some reconsideration as to whether he should even start right i mean because we have seen without morata the team play very well yeah. you know i actually think gerard moreno can start as the lone striker he has every yeah. yeah actually yeah. There, there's this meme on instagram there's this driver who knocked out or uh, this like uh, this road which had a very clear opening but he still missed it that's alvaro morata for you he misses every fucking goal you give him a open goal he he'll, he'll fucking skyrocket it or like push it wide or something and he has I, I done think, that i think louis louis enrique i think believes in the guy he believes in alvaro yeah. morata that's why he's been starting him not only in this tournament but we have seen that in the past as well he yeah. he actually starts him in big games right ahead of he strikes even when he had players like iago aspas yeah and and gerard moreno was also there and and other strikers he 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 used to count on morata and i i don't know but but this tournament it's it's a knockout game i i think gerard moreno is capable enough to play as the number 9 yeah. right and he 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 is that guy morata is not that kind of a striker who will uh, uh, interact with your wingers right he'll make runs Mm-hmm. but gerard moreno can interact with with the wingers especially players like dani olmo and sarabia if, if he starts right and it would be it would suit the team better actually on paper it also seems like that and i guess uh if if they manage to uh mark these impact players that the croatians have that is perisic on the left and and modric right on, on in the midfield and uh through players like koke or busquets or aspilicueta right and i think i think it's spain's game to win yeah 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 but so uh, they need to get the tactics right and the and the players on the field right so 
I don't yeah, feel this Croatian side has that that confidence if, uh, like uh, to yeah. sustain to sustain uh, this the quality of football that they played in the last game if if they star men they they are been marked well right if Modric mm-hmm. fails to perform Perisic fails to perform it, it, I don't yeah. think it. Possible I mean, it, it would take it would take Spain to fuck up like they have already done in the first two games for Croatia yeah. to have a proper chance. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, guys, we should move on. We have many games left. Uh, let's yeah. start with Anil. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think I think we should give the predictions of this match, right? Yeah, uh, my yeah. Uh, Anil, mm-hmm. what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, Spain are going to win it kind of comfortably if they get it right. So a two-nil victory for Spain. Uh, yeah, so I think it is going to be 2-1. Again, I think Croatia will score and Spain will score two goals. Yeah, that is it. Hmm. Shall we? I, I, I'll agree with Alko. I think it's going to be 2-1. Yeah, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess I guess it's going to go to extra time. But then I guess Croatia are going to inch it. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. bold prediction again. Yeah. yeah. It's it's gonna be a one nil. Uh, it's gonna be a very weird game, you know. It I guess it will disappoint yeah, all of us. Yeah. Both of the teams have disappointed. Both of them can fuck up, but both of them can again play very well. So exactly, is, exactly mm-hmm. my point. So why yeah, see, let's see what happens. Yeah. Anyway, ah uh, yeah. So we should move on. Uh, let's talk about France versus Switzerland. Oh my God, nothing can be more one-sided uh, than this. Dude, I I feel bad for Switzerland. I feel. But bad. again, man, we haven't seen the the French side that we are used to in this competition. Yeah, but I have. I don't know. But it's the fine. resilience in them, they are going. Yeah, they are going. They are going to win because they can grind results out. That's why they are. Yeah. 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 yeah but but yeah. we saw that against Germany, right? They didn't play particularly well, but they grinded the result out very well. Yeah. This Swiss team, they have performed well against. Uh, you know, you know teams which are not that good, but we also what happened against Italy, right? They their their impact players like Embolo and their actually, you know, actually, they were they were they were nowhere to be found, right? In that match, so of course, uh, it, although the Fr- the French team does not have that chemistry, that much of chemistry that the Italian side currently has, but I think still they they would be enough to you know suppress the talents. In the Swiss side and actually dominate the game. So yeah, because Switzerland again, I think uh, on on a regular day, if we take any any game, right? And I don't see them posing as much threat as as we expect a team like uh, like a team like Switzerland to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have seen that. If we compare this this team with a team like Denmark or even a team like Sweden, I think the other teams, Denmark, Sweden, they they. Are better in the attacking half. They they are more uh, decisive, right? And Switzerland, it's a very ambiguous team. And in this tournament, they have been even more ambiguous, right? And and I don't think I don't think they'll 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 be. They can upset. They can produce such a big upset. They don't stand a chance. They don't stand a chance. The thing we we can say France has impressed me. But once again, France has not when you look at France, you don't feel like, oh my god, how are they playing now? We'll eat a goal now. It never happened. happened. That happened in, I think, one half, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. One half of the game, 
the French team were dominated by which team? Hungary. 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 Yeah, Hungary. So yeah, against Hungary, we expected. Again, man, I don't think they were dominated because the French side had a lot of chances to to extend their lead. Actually, hmm. they could have been two nil, three nil up by the twenty fifth, thirtieth minute in that game, and they missed their chances. And Hungary, they they yeah they they hit them on the counter attack once or twice, and they managed to score in the dying minutes first half. Right. It, it, and, the defense i don't think the defense is that much of a problem for france to be very honest right yeah, yeah. i think it's the chemistry between the attackers and the chances that they have missed they, these two are the main problems even in the portugal yeah. game they considered two but both of them were penalties yeah. right so yeah. i i don't know and yeah yeah and uh, benzema was being criticized well because of uh, his performance against hungary right but uh, then we saw that that changed against portugal you know uh, the french attack was doing well and they were reading each other's movements and passes well and yeah, yeah. especially the goal the open play goal that benzema scored right the uh, be- beautiful pass played by pogba and then the control and finish so that tells you that uh, deschamps has been able to introduce that chemistry in them somehow yeah. i mean uh, they have understood they have trained well for that these kinds of situations so i think the attack isn't going to be that much of a problem too coming into um, group coming to the round of 16 after so much has been you know done with this friends yeah so yeah. let's move into the predictions uh, shavik i think i think it's going to be a 2-0 win yeah uh, only one yeah i think it's uh, going to be more one sided than that it can be a 3-0 for france mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to agree with you and predict 3-0 result once more. And Adhiraj? Mayhem. Fucking mayhem. Mayhem of fucking 3-0. 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 Cricket score. Yeah. Ganda. Ganda. Bot kharaab hoga. Anyway, we should move on. Again, the one of the best games in round of sixteen, England versus Germany. Lord, Lord, I can't believe it. Is it the best game though? <laughs> Germany did everything that they could to finish third so that they can finish, that they can face. So yeah, let's 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 talk about this game, shall we? Ah, English fan. I don't know. I very honestly, I'll be very honest with you guys. Jitna bhi main gali de du. But I think this game we are not going to lose. We are going to grind out a one nil result. Even one nil bhi hoga to we are going to grind it out. Um, Because man, the English defense is very very solid. One of the best defenses in this tournament, right? Yeah. And yeah, actually, yeah. that was that they haven't been challenged, right? Hmm. But but I don't think that they'll crumble under pressure. Yeah, mm-hmm. unlike mm-hmm. unlike some other defenses, because they have the quality in their defense, and in the previous game we saw some good aspects in their attacking play as well. So I'll I'll go with with a one one nil scoreline, one nil to England. Hmm. Yeah. I I can even tell that कॉर्नर <laughs> हैरी केन पेनल्टी 
or maguire from the corner or even yeah. kiran tipier coming out from the bench and scoring Ooh. a wonderful free kick right but <laughs> I, i think i think they are going to win one little thing right? yeah, it's going to take some weird shit to happen yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know for me i think you know it is going to be a nil nil up till you know 90 minutes because both teams have you know disappointed in the past and i think that is going to think, be a... i don't think germany will go if agar 60 mein goal nahi hona germany will go all guns blazing and so, that will be double edged sword and then jab guns bhi kya hi utarenge warner aur sane utarenge venture two headless chickens i don't think sane will be played again in this tournament to be very honest i mean that so, was such a bad display yeah, against hungary yeah, very bad display. I but think, i think uh, man he is an impact player at the end of the day and in if if the yeah. game goes to extra time or in the dying minutes without yeah maybe the, and without troubling the scorers he can be because man if when when the defense gets gets tired you don't want to face someone like leroy sane right yeah, because yeah, of the yeah. pace he has yeah and and that is i think what is going to happen in extra time germany are going to sneak in a goal you know exploiting the pace as you said Even the, even Timo Werner, right? He he can hmm. be difficult to handle because of his pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that is my prediction that you know it's coming What's home and all, but in extra time, all. it is going to be the same old story. Dude, uh, dude, Werner will go. Werner face is sky. Will go. He do he do some bullshit and then he'll miss. He's a fucking Alvaro Morata in a Germany uh, jersey. He he is he is I I think. Ten times better than Alvaro Morata, to be very honest, because he, Alvaro yeah. Morata doesn't do the other things that Werner does, drawing out defenders and making runs. See, right? see, see, the thing is, Werner is a very smart player. I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he works very hard, man. Very, very hard. Mm. His finishing has been off this season, very, very off. Right, but but still, still he he has the most goal contributions for Chelsea. That's how bad we have been. Right, but again, we we are the champions of Europe. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but Werner man, he can be an impact player. He he plays an important role in uh, goals that he doesn't score. Right? We have seen that in the past. Yeah. Like even against Man City, the goal that Hav- the goal that Havertz scored, Werner had a very big part in it. Right? He drew the defenders for Havertz to make that run. Even in the semi-final against Manchester City in the FA Cups, the goal that Hakim Ziyech scored. Right? Yeah. Uh, it it was it was because of Timo Werner's run and assist. And I'll 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 give another example. uh the first goal against atletico madrid right that was scored by hakim ziyech as well and it was very similar to the goal hakim ziyech scored against city right it was also the the whole move was crafted by timo werner so he can be a very impactful player yeah so adhiraj yeah. what do you think is going to happen yeah it's i'm bolana it will be decided within 90 minutes i'm very sure it it, it it's 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 going to be a 2-1 affair and i guess germany is going to inch it just just because england do not have that creativity prowess they have it but they don't use it they so, have it but they don't have it <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. they have one of the best creative powerhouses but they do not use it so mm-hmm. i guess it will it is going to be germany 2-1 donnie i think it can it is going to take some weird situations to happen on both sides and a 1-1 in the 90 minutes And then Germany edging uh, past England in extra time, two one. It's just written in the stars, right? Germany beating England on extra time. Yeah. So yeah. I think we should move on to the final match. That is going to be Sweden versus Ukraine. Zinchenko versus Lindelof. 
ஒருத்தர்ட்டிகல் மேட்ச் Yeah, and and mainly two of their players, Yarma Lengko yeah. and Yarem Chuk. Yeah. yeah. Two so, very similar names. <laughs> and, and they actually have a very good chemistry on the right-hand side. So I think this is an aspect of their game that Sweden lack, right? Sweden lack... But, but man, these... again, they, another, another two guys who have very good chemistry are mm. Isak and Forsberg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can, you, can, uh, you can put those two guys too, yeah. So it's I personally be, yeah or so it's going to be a very very close contested you know match right? one of the most even games in, in the round of 16, yeah. Right? yeah hmm and and i i think i think sweden's uh, solid defense are going to edge past sweden's creativity and it's going to be another uh, one nil score line and and i think it's going to be <laughs> again either Uh, Isak or Forsberg on the score sheet. Yeah, and you know, this meeting will be officially the uh, fifth meeting between Sweden and Ukraine. And you know, Sweden has won this fixture only one time. So I, I'm also, so I will go with a Ukraine win and I think of course, uh, same thing. 2-0 this time. Uh, you know, of course, Yarmolink or Yaremchuk on the score sheet. Yeah. <laughs> or both. Or both. <laughs> or maybe or, or maybe one assisted the other and the other assisted yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that is very likely to happen i mean we have already <laughs> seen God. that happen yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so adhiraj yeah it's going to be a 2-1 1-1 1-1 till 90 minutes and then a 2-1 uh, ukraine not uh, only one i would say like ukraine just don't have what it takes to you know get past a good defense and into the uh, knockout into the deeper parts of the knockout stages so i think it's going to be sweden 2-1 within the 90 minutes so yeah uh, the differences between our predictions so how equal and even this matches so it is going to be a very you know uh, interesting set of matches coming up and we are all excited for it and so guys keep listening we'll be coming out with daily episodes and yeah That's it for today. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye bye.